Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bose. I'm so pleased to be with you today talking about talent, talent management, talent management technology. It's really kind of one of my favorite things to do and favorite things to talk about with one of my favorite people in the entire industry who I've maybe known forever, literally forever. Yes. I want to welcome back our friend, Chris Avrilla. She's the VP of product strategy for Oracle. She's an experienced HCM leader that helps businesses, HR, IT leaders spanning internal IT and HR roles on talent strategy, technology, and leadership. She has recently been named one of HR executives' top 100 HR tech influencers. That is a prestigious group of folks, I know. People Hum's top 30 women in HR tech. Eight by eight's top 16 hybrid work influencers. That's a new one to me. Pretty cool. And she has been recognized by Analytica and Who's Who in the Future of Work report. Wow, Chris. Prestigious list of credentials. Chris Avrilla, welcome back to the HR Happy Hour Show. How are you? Just keep writing those checks to people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm doing great. great. It is great to be here. Great to have you back. I, I did not do my homework prior to the show and count up your appearances on this fine, fine podcast, Chris. It's it's numbering in the in the low single digits to mid single digits for sure. Not your first time here anyway, which is great yeah. though. And I we love to have uh, Chris back on the show just because of her wealth of knowledge and experience, her familiarity, both what organizations are struggling with in terms of talent, but also technology, right? Rooted in some of the, the most powerful and amazing technologies happening in the space. And that's what we're here to talk about a little bit today, uh, Chris. You and the folks at Oracle have been absolutely killing it over the last, I don't know, six, seven years, just churning out just fantastic solution after fantastic solution. Last year, we talked a lot about Oracle Me, which was a new product last year, which really was kind of productizing and making a a real solution set around the employee experience, right? Taking that big, oh, let's talk about employee experience, making it a real live supported uh, set of applications that uh, uh, employers could take advantage of and people could use or an award-winning product itself. And now this year we're talking a little bit about kind of the evolution of that. Perhaps I could say Oracle, Oracle grow. I'd love for you to maybe tell us a little bit about what's happening at Oracle. And then we'll get into learning a little bit more about Oracle grow. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when we announced the Oracle me, you know, employee experience platform last year, it really was all about the worker, right? You know, um, know me, see me, help me, you know, communicate with me, all all of the things, right, that we knew were going to make an impact with with employee experience. And really, you know, the evolution of, of that, how do we keep you know, how do we keep going with that? How do we keep making things better? So uh, it's super exciting to kind of be able to announce Oracle Grow and and what it is and, and what we're doing with it. So it really is kind of this, you know, notion of taking AI and laying it against all the rich data that we already have, right, in, you know, in the Oracle HCM suite. So think about how we bring together skills and learning uh, with people, jobs, gigs, careers, mentors, you know, all of all of the things, right? All discoverable in one place where every employee kind of has, you know, visibility, right? Into what those things impact, right? So not as all the, the separate pieces, but really how do we kind of bring 
um, all of this together in a really meaningful, clear and simple way. It's like, you know, I liken it. I know you're a sports fan like me, right? Sure. But we, we do all these things to create elite athletes and we give them super personalized coaching based on what they're trying to accomplish and what they're trying to do. And it's really kind of the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. How do we bring um, kind of coaching with clarity, right? Into, you know, into insights and value for for a worker, right? All around their growth. So, you know, to 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 me, this really is how do people experience our technology, right? Yeah. As I am a worker, how am I experiencing that? And how can I, you know, how is this helping me? Right? How is this helping me grow? Not just in my mastery of my current role, but what are my options for the future, right? And you think about the 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 struggle bus really that, you know, organizations have had trying to connect and understand the talent they have. What skills do people have? What are our gaps? What do we do? So we, you know, we have all of that with dynamic skills, right? But you know, you think about how organizations have brought learning to individuals. It's kind of like, here's all this content, right? And and we're empowering you to grow. And But it's one thing to be empowered. It's one thing to have that personalized guidance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot. That's a lot to expect of a, of a worker. It's a lot to expect of a manager, right? But that data is all there and in, and in different ways, right? Not just what... I might be doing, but what have other people in my role done, right? right? What have other people with the skills and capabilities that I have, what have they done in terms of future options? So it really is how do we kind of bring all this together with a clear vision of the skills that they need to advance in their current roles, uh, but show them potential possibilities and outcomes for acquiring new skills? Or how do I uncover opportunities that I can leverage the skills I have and continue to, to have? So you know, when I think about capabilities, you know, unified growth experience, all the things that we talk about with our suite, um, career paths, personalized development playlists that they, you know, can even curate on their own. And and how do I continually manage my skills and know how they can be leveraged? Chris, thank you for kind of setting that context cool. for, for for the listeners. I do think it's important and, and, and a real leap forward, right? When you have so many systems that uh, organizations acquire have tr- really do have tremendous capability, but often that user adoption piece, that that consumability, if that's even a word, right. is sometimes lacking. Right? You in your career, yeah. I'm certain, have seen many organizations that have a lot of uh, significant investments in human capital management and other enterprise technologies, but perhaps don't see the payoff often because they're just not utilized to the extent uh, that's desired or to their potential. One of the things when I read about Oracle Grow that really is encouraging to me is, hey, we're taking all these great capabilities around skills, around learning, around development, right? And and around using that kind of AI kind of engine behind an intelligence. And we're developing user experiences that meet very specific use cases. So yeah. maybe Chris would help if you give an example or two, if a customer was, uh, you know, has, has adopted Oracle Grow or will adopt Oracle Grow, might an employee be able to do with this tool or these, these this set of capabilities that are, that are launching here? Uh, Absolutely. 
Well, you know, I, I think about my own career and I, I, you know, things, yeah, I've taken my skills and capabilities and I've used them in different ways, right? But it's always been a little bit by happen chance. Maybe it's timing. Maybe it's you fell into something. Uh, maybe you know someone, right? And and so, I, you know, I kind of start with that question of, can you kind of imagine, you know, if somebody was actually giving you that advisory <laughs> all along, right? Yeah. Um, you know, even seeing perhaps a visual representation of, of what that could look like or the different ways you can move around in an organization. And so, you know, for me, right? Having that like personalized coaching, that's something we could actually give people. We have all of this rich data, right? So, you know, to me, we have a number of questions, whether it comes from the worker or whether it comes from a manager, um, you know, that kind of information can be life-changing, right? Yeah. Right. But, but to have it done with intention, based on, you know, kind of all this rich data, we think about the things that organizations are challenges, but also workers, you know, maybe I'm trying to find, you know, what my next thing is, you know, um, what, uh, you know, maybe I'm just trying to master kind of the path I'm already on. Um, But I don't know what I don't know. And imagine, right, getting those kinds of insights and value so that you can make decisions and take action. And and to your point earlier, right, we're kind of overwhelmed with all the, uh, with the systems, with the data. Um, You know, it's like, I liken it to bringing technology onto the team and using its skills and capabilities for the things that maybe the worker doesn't have time for, the manager doesn't have time for, to see the things that aren't inherently obvious sometimes. Um, and, And doing it dynamically, right? Um, you know, to have that AI all within the system against that data and seeing the patterns and trends that, you know, maybe we don't have time to call through and do. So it's just like having an additional person on our team. In addition to that, to the other element I'd like to just mention here is the the personalized experience, right, that the solution like this offers, because we've all seen this, right, as we've come up through enterprises, right, and worked worked at various jobs that we've had, you know, there were certainly lots of, in the past, lots of limitations in, say, learning management systems or even career development types of applications where they tended to be a little bit rigid or or even um, so generic from a user perspective that it, it's akin to sending someone out there on their own into this massive right. LMS, perhaps, right, that might be rich with content and very valuable content, but with no guidance or no sort of direction as to, well, what is it other than me just doing a self-directed search, maybe across learning content and hopefully finding something that either can a help me today with whatever role I'm in or B maybe help me prepare for a role I'd like in the future. Who knows? Right. And, and, and then C and we'll fold this part in and we'll talk about this in a second. Uh, what is the organization really looking for right now as well? And that's another right. part I'd like to I'd like to discuss a little bit. So, uh, the the idea that these solutions can scale but also be very very personal, I think, yeah. is really kind of the evolutionary aspect of them and, and very powerful too. Absolutely, and especially to do it dynamically because things are changing all the time. Right. Right. So what what it might have been today is not why it might be 
tomorrow, right? We're, it's constantly learning. It's growing, you know, with the individual, it's growing with the organization, but that personalized, you know, hyper-personalized, I mean, that's because we can bring that AI into it, but that ability to continually help the, you know, the model as well, right? Um, you know, make this personal. People have the ability to put their preferences in, but even if they didn't, even if they didn't, it's got that rich data based on the role and things like that, you know, that that it can be learning. It can help the workers see their skills. I mean, we all know resumes aren't perfect. You know, all, you know, job descriptions haven't always been perfect. Oh, don't get me started. I have a, I had a resume <laughs> rant. I'm ready to go on here this ready week, but go. I haven't yet. Ready to launch. But, you know, how how can the system help maybe people articulate their skills better um, or maybe help them see where there's room to grow, right? Um, so that personalized nature, we're getting it in every facet of our world, what to buy, what to watch, you know, and it surfaces things. Sometimes you're like, yeah, no, I don't want to watch that. And it's like, wow, I didn't even know that was a thing. You know what I mean? Here, Here's something that really interests me, but that you can continually work together. Again, it's like having a collaborator on your team. Um, and that's why I use that coaching, you know, that coaching analogy, like, Considering, because even as you're getting stronger, skills may be changing, um, or there may be other things, or it could be may applied in other ways. So that hyper personalization is a great call out. Yeah, it's it's a great element here, which allows these systems to scale, but also feel like they're really designed just for me, if you will, yeah. right? The generic me and and my needs and my goals and mine. And we know this, right? There's reams and reams of research out there that indicate hey, one of the key factors in, you know, enhancing employee engagement and keeping folks connected to the organization and ultimately retention is this idea that the organization is investing in my own development and my own growth and, and quote unquote cares. If that's, I can't think of a better word. Maybe the word is cares, right? Cares about, about those elements, right. Of this relationship. So, you know, after a while, we know this, right. You can, especially now it might be getting tougher for organizations. You can only throw, so much compensation at someone, so many stock options, if you even can, right? And organize, some organizations probably can't right now. And uh, the ability to say, we're going to make these investments in you, in your growth. We're going yep. to listen to you. We're going to yep. learn about your preferences, learn about your goals and aspirations. And then we're going to try to, you know, give you the tools and resources to to hopefully, you know, achieve your 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 best outcomes, right? In the organization, which that signals to the employee, right? Hey, this this organization, you know, I'm not just a cog in the wheel, right? right. Which it can be, it can feel that way a lot. And in, in, in yeah, big, really smart organizations, it can feel that way. Yeah, especially when somebody's telling you exactly what to do, not offering you options, right? And so by by democratizing that data, right, and the insights in a very simple way, not expecting the worker to do it, but to give you know people something to think about. And you know, and I'm gonna pull on a thread of something you you said. I mean, this notion that th- things were again, if we can just keep using that, we're in un- unprecedented times, right? This right. whole notion of uncertainty and change—it really is the 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 power of a suite like this because we're living in a dynamic world, right? right. And so, I think that ability to continually, you know, change. Um, and absorb change and be agile and create workforce agility. So we have organizational agility is huge, but we're in a weird time again, right? Rapid evolution of skills hasn't stopped. 
right? But we have a volatile economy and, you know, we're hearing about headcount reductions in parallel with skills and talent shortages, right? And, and, and that's putting organizations in a, in a, in a, in a kind of a weird position. You're, again, we're asking people to do more with less while still chasing kind of in-demand skills. Like it's kind of crazy. And now maybe with a reduced budget and, and I think it's more critical than ever not to give up on this notion and the commitment that people have been making, organizations have been making to workers about things like experience and, and not put all that at risk, right. In, in these, you know, yet again, unprecedented times. So how do we stay committed to employees expectations and experience and still remain competitive and strong, right. In this kind of crazy period, right. So bringing that insights and value to workers to, to, to help figure out how we can, you know, continue to, to maintain in this dynamic environment is huge. Yeah. And the agility lesson we hopefully all learned or continue to learn right uh, from the pandemic era and and even into today, I think is an important one. Right. And I think the the organizations and individuals, quite frankly, are being forced to adapt so much more quickly. And I I think everybody says that, right. We could probably go back 10 years and 20 years (laughs) and find some HBR article that says, oh, it's faster than ever before. It's faster than before. But I'll put it to you this way. I would think 87% of everything I've seen in the last couple of weeks uh, around human capital management and talent and everything has the the word chat GPT in the title somewhere. And four months ago, maybe, I don't think I'd ever heard of that word. Three months ago, whenever it was, whenever it hit my radar, and I'm usually fairly quick to learn about things or at least hear about them. Right. And now it's so that's just one example, right? And and who knows if that how much that's going to matter or not matter. But the fact that, you know, it's just some other thing now that most organizations have had to wrestle with at some level or another. And it came literally out of nowhere, at least as far as I could tell. Yeah. Well, and I think. I think that is kind of the heart of innovation, right? And I think it's it's a you know it's it's a real storyline here, right? Is how revolutionary is it? Is really more about how people are experiencing it, you know? Is the is the technology any different? It's just you know culling through a lot of data, pulling it together for people in new ways, right? Or to 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 simplify, right? You know. Who has time to go cull through the whole internet and and come mm-hmm. up with you know the answers to to questions? Are they the right answers? But it it gives people that start right that that ability to go yeah this is good or no this isn't or maybe if I tweak this here or you know whatever and however people are using it right um, good bad right or wrong uh, but here it's the same thing how do we how do we bring this together in you know in in ways that people uh, you know don't have time to do, right? Yeah. Um, we get overwhelmed by the tools, by the data sources, um, you know, um, and I know we're, we're giving you kind of some insights into some of this data, but I mean, the the numbers are significant of, of people that are like, you know, they're overwhelmed. So they're not making decisions, you know, and we call it the decision dilemma, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, how do we kind of bring all of this stuff together just in a really simplified way for people um, is huge. And, and, and that's innovative, right? It's how people experience all this so that they can 
do things they haven't been able to do or do comfortably, right? Yeah. Um, and that's make decisions and take action. Yeah, and I think that comfort is an important point, Chris, you made because you know we've we've talked about supporting employees in their career goals and their career plans. That's not a new thing, right? Smart yeah. organizations have done that for a long time, but to actually have a platform, an intelligent platform, a personalized platform where someone can actually translate those conversations that you may have with with your manager, right, about your career aspirations and goals or skills you'd like to learn and have them sort of meaningfully turn into actions that you can take, progress that you can make that that result in beneficial outcomes for both you and the organization that's the difference here i think right we most good organizations have always cared about their people that's not new but finding ways to actually empower them to actually you know achieve those objectives that is a new thing right it's newish and it's certainly getting better all the time well and it takes away that linear nature right it's not always that linear okay your next step is here is here is here like there's you know it's a lattice now it's not like a ladder right and that that the key there is that dynamic nature things are still changing all the time right and so can this you know how the system adapts with it understands what's happening and can help people through and navigate those changes. Yeah. And I agree. And I think there's also a little bit of um, something to be said for once organizations acquire certain scale, it becomes impossible once the organization hits whatever, pick your number. Is it a thousand employees? Maybe it's a little more. It's some number though. And it's much lower than you think where it's impossible for me as a person in the organization is doing mm. my job and showing up every day, right? It's impossible for me to really understand the breadth and the varied nature of opportunities that might even be available to me, right? It right. becomes just impossible to know. Yes. And then certainly in large global organizations, it's certainly impossible, Absolutely. right? You can't know, right, what's going on with yep. all the possible projects and all the opportunities that might be available to you. So you, you do know. need that technology platform, yep. that underpinning that common language that everyone in the organization can speak, right? And 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 that that shared um, that shared vocabulary, both of of skills and of opportunities, right? right? To underpin this, and that that's key, I think, as well, right? For 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 an employee, absolutely. It, I think it's time for systems to 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 actually work for people, right? As opposed to being the work, right? And that's been the evolution of technology for a long time, right? We were constantly feeding these systems with data. And what, what are we getting back out of it? Right. I won't name the company, but I remember that just reminded me of like that old line about a very, very popular uh, CRM system that everyone's heard of that, that everybody hated to use because all they ever did was type data into the system and they never got any value out of it. So, um, but that can't happen, right? It doesn't happen as much with HR technology, thankfully, but it it does, it does happen. Cause I want other thing I definitely wanted to ask about though, in the context of Oracle grow and some right. of the capabilities we've, we focus and I think correctly just about exclusively on the value to the individual employee, yes. right? understanding skills, helping them find the right learning content and learning paths to acquire new skills, understanding their career paths, growing, growing inside the organization, stretching inside the organization. I'd love to talk just a touch about, right, because the people who buy these systems and invest in them and have to are ultimately accountable for outcomes. They're managers, they're talent leaders, they're organizational leaders. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about some of the capabilities that Oracle Grow will offer folks who have to sort of manage this, right? Because 
it's great for all the employees in the organization to be able to say, these are the things I'd like to learn. These are the skills I'd like to acquire. These are the career paths I'd like to go down. But the organization also, right, has objectives. They have skill requirements. They have customers' needs that they need to meet. And getting that balance right is so tricky. I'd love for you to talk a little bit from the kind of manager of talent, organizational leader perspective here on, on what these new capabilities offer to them. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, part of it is to get the, you know, to get the worker to have an active role in this, right? And so because when the when the worker has an active role in this, it's giving more data to, you know, to the organization about its people, right? Um, and And how that's done. And so if you think about how that feeds into this whole notion of the skills, um, language, right? Mm-hmm. You were talking about the kind of the, how do we create this language, right? We're all talking the same language and that language is becoming less and less about jobs and roles and more and more about skills and capabilities, yeah, right? Sure. So, you know, with our, you know, enhanced team skill center, right? For managers, it provides leaders, managers, even HR with that kind of holistic view of the skills and capabilities within their organization and kind of enables them to see, okay, well, what's the gaps based on what we need? to get the work done um, and and ultimately to kind of achieve the, the business, the team, the business objectives. So it gives them that continued insight, right? And, and it's, you know, real-time dynamic as well. Um, and it helps them guide the, the you know, the, their, their teams, their workers as well, right? Because now we can see what maybe the gaps are, right? So the same data can be used uh, by the by the managers, leaders, by HR to to kind of guilt, you know, not only fill needs that they have, right, and understand, um, you know, who could do some of this work, right, right, um, you know, also kind of that notion of how do we start to guide our workers as well? We know we need these skills. We know we have these gaps. Right. So I can start to prescribe learning. We can start to have these conversations in our touch points, which is the other, you know, part of of Oracle Me that's kind of focused on that continuous, you know, conversations and touch points that we have with our managers. Maybe it's weekly, maybe it's biweekly. Right. But also with prescribed learning, um, you know, through that dynamic skills side, they can start to prescribe a lot of that. Um, you know, and and see it again on a dynamic nature. So, um, and they can start to figure out how they staff, um, you know, not just jobs and roles, but the gigs in the organization. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. Marketplace, we can, you know, start to use that data to advise on who has the skills to do some of this work because we don't always get headcount when we ask for it. I don't know, maybe other people have experienced that on occasion. Yeah. Right. But how do we tap into all the side? There's the work still has to get done. We can create gigs. We can see who has the skills and capabilities for these gigs. We're now getting visibility when we put gigs out there into the work of the organization that isn't being done in in roles. And it's so it's creating that dialogue. But most of this is all to bring people together and all solving for the same thing. But, yeah, I think for, you know, like that's the most powerful of, of that is that alignment to, you know, organizational team objectives, you know, worker objectives and being able to manage that as the, the manager is to, it's not like you're operating in the dark anymore. 
And yeah, and that's a great analogy, Chris, because I would have said, yeah, years ago, not even that long ago, honestly, right. maybe for many organizations still today, right? It's very right. difficult to know at a macro level where the organization or even a small subset, a division or a group or, or a business unit stands, yep. right? Compared to the, the skills that are possessed by the folks in that organization and the skills that the business is really requiring to yeah. keep up with the market, adapt to new technologies, expand yeah. into new territories, you name it, right? Whatever the case may be. see real time how it's changing and evolving, right? Yeah, or, and have visibility into it yeah. in real time and just to keep up. And even honestly, right, even if you were not going anywhere, like right. I've been doing some uh, research around a healthcare project I'm working on. And one of the things that was so fascinating to me in this research is that, you know, the fundamental nature of, of frontline healthcare service providers doesn't, it's not really any different today than it was probably a hundred years ago. It's right. People come in the door, we take care of them, we diagnose them, we treat them, we try to make them better, et cetera, et cetera. But everything else about it is different, right? And then all of a sudden COVID sh showed up and then everything was changed again, right? And so the even if the organization's mission was the same as it was a hundred years ago, Right. To enable to fulfill that mission required drastic change on behalf of the organization, its leaders, its teams, yes. the skills that they needed, all different, uh, largely, right? Not, but, and, and so I think that's not unique in industry or any kind of a, a industry to that. It's, you know, like the same problems and it's kind of maybe different aspects of it, you know, and they're dealing with different things. And, and, but, but at this, at you know, at the end of the day, we still have to. I mean, the average shelf life of a skill is eighteen to twenty-four months. So even if you think about patient care, right? But but the even the technology is changing constantly, and how they evolve it, or the challenges that they're facing with with burnout and and resilience, and oh, and people yeah. not leaving just to go to another healthcare organization, but leaving the whole industry, right? Because of yeah, huge problem. Yes, yeah. some yeah. of the the challenges you face. So you know, um, it, it creates, you know, an enormous amount of pressure on how do we take care of, you know, well-being, um, you know, but also keep creating, you know, the 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 skills and the capabilities to deliver these. To yeah, deliver it's, it's really, care, I think it's a right? truth to say, like, I think the phrase is something like, you've got to run faster just to keep up today than you probably did in the past. And I do think that's true. But I also think it's not, it's not discouraging, right? And if you're, if you're looking at new new um, new technologies, new platforms, new capabilities, like we've been talking about today with Oracle Grow, like we talked about, I think probably about a year ago when we talked about Oracle Me, yeah. uh, that that product and, and those capabilities, it, it's really encouraging to know that um, HDM technology is adapting to to right. help organizations keep up with these challenges, right? And it'll always be a challenge and a struggle, but Absolutely. we'll say this. Uh, you know, if you're going, if your organization is, is who's bought into, you know, we're we're changing our mindset. We're going to move off of jobs and roles, and we want to focus on skills, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and everybody's saying that right now. It's very, very hip to say that right now, and that's great. And I'm 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 for that. You better make sure you have the right technology underpinnings exactly. to actually support you in making that transition, because that's not easy, and uh, and and, yeah. and will be challenging for you for sure. So. Uh, What's been happening here at Oracle over the last five, seven years, and including up until today with the Oracle Grow announcement, indicates to me that you guys get that and, and you you stand ready to sort of help your current customers and, and new customers that come in and getting intrigued and interested in this. And all along the journey, right? Because yeah. that is the journey, right? To change 
the dialogue. And I don't think either, either one, whether it's a skills conversation or a jobs conversation, you've got to be able to have both. Right. Yeah. You really um, do. You know, cause people are going to be at different paths and, and no matter what this dynamic changing world have people have to be prepared to deal with it. Yeah. This is really, really good stuff, Chris. I'm so excited. I'm lucky enough to be a part of the uh, human resource executive top HR products of the year process. I will be looking forward to deep diving into Oracle Grow here in the next month or so with the team at Oracle, much like I did last year with Oracle May. I'm excited about that. I want to congratulate you, the entire team over at Oracle HCM for uh, the amazing work you guys continue to do. And uh, we'll put some links in the show notes, both to the Oracle Grow stuff, to um, the press release that's come out to announce Oracle Grow and maybe some other things too. And I'm excited, Chris, to see you here. And I'm going to see you in person soon as well. So we learned uh, in the pre-show, we learned we'll be in the same place shortly, which is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll be glad to get you those links, and especially that new data study, uh, the decision dilemma. I think that'll be yes. really interesting for people um, and really speaks to our unique opportunity at Oracle HCM to to deliver this kind of experience to people that, that other tools and, and technologies can't. So we're excited too. So thank you so much. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Chris Avrilla, VP Product Strategy, Oracle HCM. Great to see you. Great to see her once again. We're gonna after the show. I'm gonna tally up Chris's appearance. She might be eligible for a fine, fine prize that longtime guests of the of the podcast receive. Um, but with that said, we want to thank her again. Thank our friends at Oracle again. Looking forward to all the continued innovation. Great, it's gonna be a great spring and summer and fall. I did see that uh, Oracle Cloud World uh, registration now open for the fall. I'm excited about that. That's. Maybe it's another story we can tell. You on do it. it though. <laughs> no, good lord, it's, it, it goes so fast. But uh, thanks to Chris once again, and thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I love geeking out on HR technology on the HR Happy Hour show, so I hope you do as well. Uh, stay tuned for more of this uh, as we hit the busy event season in the spring and, and into the fall. So, uh, with that said, thanks for listening. My name's Steve Bose. Check out all the show archives at hrhappyhour.net. We'll see you next time, and bye for now.